This is not up for debate. So, last week we was going to talk about, well, I, I had asked, you know, we didn't get around to it, but uh, we could do it real quick because I know we had a discussion earlier about the whole Montreal screw job, which is very important in wrestling. And I know people get all in their, yes. their panties in a twist when we talk about wrestling, but it's, it's one of the most... Compelling stories. Like, you don't even have to be a, a wrestling fan to, like, be to understand and appreciate what's was, going on. Yeah. Right. It was definitely a, it's a top five moment in wrestling that transitions wrestling. There's events in wrestling that help it transition. Yeah. At the time, it helped transition wrestling to what we kind of know today. Yeah. It gave you a peek behind the curtain. You yes. can, like, yeah, you can actually pinpoint the pivot in the industry to yeah. this exact date. Yeah, there's yeah. three major events around that time that help pivot around there. That There's the Stone Cold shoot interview yeah. where he becomes Stone Cold Steve Austin. With the infamous line, um, Austin 316. There's the Montreal King, yeah. screw job. The and then obviously there's the Outsiders and NWO slash Hogan turn. Um, those are probably the three most pivotal spots in wrestling. See, actually, I, I think that I think that Scott Hall, Kevin Nash showing up is one yeah, thing. That, and it I is. Think that's then it's the, two different things. Yeah, yeah, I think those are like they deserve their own kind of. And that thing was created during that whole era because of those yeah, events leading yeah, up to it, yep. which allowed those things to happen. And, um, you know, obviously that Scott Hall thing allowed the Montreal screw job to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash thing allowed the Montreal screw job to kind of secede. I think if you didn't have that whole outsiders thing going on, there and, wouldn't have been a bit. Yeah, there wouldn't have been any concern. It would have yeah. been just a weird thing that happened on uh, yeah. and wrestling on a pay per view event. Yeah, that probably like, uh, wouldn't even lead it over to Raw. Raw, they wouldn't acknowledge it on. No, Raw. and they they do that very well. For yeah, <laughs> very well. If it wasn't because of what was NWO was doing at the time on another federa- uh, another wrestling promotion, mm-hmm. if they weren't doing that, I don't even think Vince and the WWE staff would have. Uh, Really acknowledge no. what the WCW went on. wouldn't have been in a position to to, to compete because you know here's the thing like in the wrestling business it's all cyclical so they they have their fucking high moments and then they have their low moments and when you're in, your, in the low moments it's just a matter of just waiting that shit out waiting that shit out until fucking you know you get on the upside again and at that time WWE only had to do was just kind of see I don't know because there's this argument of like if if that never happened would the WWE really Real got under? Real quick for context, do we want to explain exactly? what Yeah, happened? so Brandon, for, explain for, for our, what for the Montreal screw yeah. job right. is. So the, like the, this is like a seminal moment, like probably not right. not, in, not just in wrestling history, but probably like in entertainment, entertainment history because it, yeah. yeah. it really blurred the lines between like what was real and what was scripted. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah, picture something like this maybe happening in like in a reality TV show. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, it, yeah it it's, could it's, change but it shit. happens like, in reality. Yeah. So for people that don't even like wrestling or just like kind of hate this. The whole point of, like, real world when they showed, like, the person that had AIDS and how real that actually was. And they had a conversation and knowledge of what AIDS mm-hmm. were. And the re- this is almost that real. Yeah. Like, this was, like, a certain thing that happened in wrestling where it was like, oh, shit. Like, there is real aspects to wrestling. And there, and there, and, and there, and there were bits affected. and pieces that were, like, kind of known to people but not fully known. And it right. was at a point where you didn't know, like, what was real and what was fake. Yeah. There was still that kind of element of Until this illusion. Happened. Yeah. And so this this is the setup. So you had two uh, awesome wrestlers in the Heartbreak Kid Show, Michaels and Brett the Hitman Hart. Brett the Hitman Hart has essentially was the replacement. The con- at, the yeah, after the after Hulk Hogan left, after they lost yeah. the Ultimate Warrior, after Macho the whole, Man the whole got, steroids epidemic, like per, complete, like the WWF yeah. had to start clean, yeah. and they had to put a lot of faith into like smaller guys and like you know so, newer talent. You know, insert Shawn Michaels and Bret, and Bret Hart. Hart. So th- these are these are two guys who pretty much, when when the the big superstars left, they were kind of left to run run shop, and they had to keep business afloat. Yeah. And Bret Hart, um, a, a Canadian, comes from a, a wrestling family. His family is uh, well known throughout the world for their, their training school and, and their own promotion. Um, Bret Hart was the guy that Vince McMahon, the owner of the, of the WWF at the time, decided to put the belt on, and he was the company guy. He was the face. He was going all over the world representing the company. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, you had Shawn Michaels, yeah. another young and up-and-coming guy, uh, been in the company yeah. for a while. Climber. Climber. A um, little bit of a kind of troublemaker, yeah. but definitely 
the dude's got fucking talent. Probably yeah, problematic, but he 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 did his job well, and people yeah. loved him. Like you know, what I'm saying he you know he he got the, he got results. He was he was the guy that was he was the guy that wasn't afraid to like get his hands dirty, mm-hmm. you know, by any means. Now you know, what I'm saying so. Just we're saying on that because these two guys were friends. And they were very good friends. And over their time, and 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 I think the, he, the, he, he turned no, into tab. No, no, they no, really ahead, were. Ahead, no, they really were. These no, two were. These two guys were friends, mm-hmm. and because of 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 the competition, and because of like this this pressure to be on top, it led us to this Montreal Screwjob, where essentially this guy Bret Hart, who was on his way to leaving the company, was essentially screwed. Right, you skip, yeah, you skip, you're skipping, you're skipping decent. All right, so like, wait, what am I skipping? You're skipping the build up right now, like you know. Well, like, no, I'm no, I'm just giving. He just wants to know what it is. I'm, I'm just telling what it is, and then say explain to, how it gets I don't there. Know, like I said, I'm a context guy. Like you know, so like I said, the story is very compelling, and like you're like. All right, so then, all right, so then the, I'll like, go back. the actual build up to like you know the the journey itself is very interesting. You know, well, what so saying? that so that's what I was saying before. So you have these two guys who are both rising stars in, in the WWF, right, and. It got to a point where they were both becoming so hot that they were coming to a collision, which yeah, led us to WrestleMania 12 and an amazing 60-minute Iron Man match. Right. And at the end of the match, Shawn Michaels, the up-and-coming guy, he was named the new face of the company. Right. It was and a Hart, the torch. Yeah, and Bret Hart was... was he was he was out. He was going to go leave. He was going to go do TV, and, and he was going to go off and come back and... Uh, after this big victory for Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12, he went on to to, to defend his title. Um, Bret Hart eventually comes back, and the plan was for them to get back together and kind of have a rematch at the next big WrestleMania. And Shawn re- Michaels forfeited the title. Shawn Michaels forfeited the title, who I have to say, Shawn Michaels was a person who had his own demons, a lot of drugs, Partying, getting his ass kicked, starting fights, getting his ass kicked. I would say, um, yeah, I would say that started it because Brett, Brett took that personal because Sean was supposed to like drop that title to Brett, and then Shawn Michaels, you know, he he weaseled his way out of it. He handed he handed it over, and like I said, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get to the like build up here, like the animosity between the two because that happened. Brett took it personal. You know, so I'm trying to, you know, give conscience here as far as like what's real and what isn't. You know, what I'm saying like Brett took it personal. And then, um, you know, a lot of incidents. A lot of incidents after that happened. Like even backstage, like they had real fights with each other. You know, what I'm saying like. Well, there was only one fight. I thought and I now, heard they had heard no. It. There was I only they had multiple fights. So, so as things progressively got worse and the relationship started to t- deteriorate, they began to work angles on TV, which was pretty much leading up to matches. And during storylines, they were cutting promos on each other, which prior to these promos, they would go and get... So a promo, if you don't know, is where I go out, I talk shit about Paul, Paul comes out, talks shit, eventually leads to a big brawl or some sort of blow-off in a match. Um, They discussed what was going to be talked about, um, and then when it actually came to shoot the promo, people said, fuck that, and they took real shots. For yeah. example, Shawn Michaels on live TV called out Bret Hart for cheating on his wife with, with another Sonny. female wrestler. Sonny, right? It was, it was Sonny, right? It was Sonny, yeah. yeah. Sonny Day's comment, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, the following week, well, Bret Hart, first off, went home and got a ton of shit. He wasn't allowed to go. Like, he really, his his marriage was almost fucking ended oh, over the yeah. shit. Um, and people in the, WWE, in the WWE, they said that, Sean got shit for it. It was fucked up. Like you don't, you don't bring yeah, shit like that. Line, it, there's yeah, a bro code. Lines you don't, you don't. Yeah, cross. yeah. Um, so the following week, Bret Hart, he caught Sean, and they went and he pulled out his. He put like he pulled out a handful of hair. Let's just say that. And Sean went to Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe crying, saying that he was going to quit because it was an unsafe work environment. So he he bitched up yeah, at that time. Like at that time, like Shawn Michaels, like he was like the money train. You know, what I'm saying so like they pretty much they pretty that was like that's he a, was, but that he was wasn't. another that was another thing that played into it. Like that Brett didn't like because Shawn he had a click of him and a couple other wrestlers. Like some of these wrestlers left and went to the other company, but like him, Shawn and his click. But that's important though. Yeah, who, Shawn, who went? Yeah, Shawn, Shawn and his click. They was like they had like creative control. Like and that used, that pissed off guys in the back. You know, see, there was times guys had but to Bret Hart, belts. Bret Hart also had creative control, too. And that's he what the cre- problem was, that cre- they were had, bumping he, heads yeah. with each other. He had creative control, but, like, you know, Sean and his clique was virtually running, like, they was virtually running shit unofficially. You know what I'm saying? And that rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way and shit. And because there was nothing, you could do it. You Like, like 
Tone was saying in the last episode, like at that time, Sean was the golden goose. So you can't tell that nigga no. You know I mean, what I'm saying? He, he, like, but that's what I said. Like, Shawn Michaels wasn't, he wasn't. Like, it's pretty, like, Shawn Michaels didn't, there wasn't a lot of money made for the company when Shawn Michaels was there. That's just like, that's but a still, fact. Though, but still, he was, he was, he was still, he was, I mean, at the he Sean, Brett, Vince but, McMahon had, Shawn Michaels was over with the fans. He definitely was. Like, there was one right around when he came back after um, the concussion issue and shit like that. Like, he was hot. And it was already a, a nice buildup for Shawn. But Vince McMahon, for years, said that Shawn Michaels would never be champion. Like, he was adamant about it. Shawn Michaels would never be his champion until it got to a point where he was just like, shit. Like, the people are really behind him. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, I was just... Yeah, I was just brought that up to pad on to like you know reasons why you know these two like you know came finally came to head like that you know that was one that was one reason between like creative control and stuff like that and then um where are we at in the story so where we're at is is uh so Shawn Michaels Bret Hart they're building up this uh this rivalry it's getting really personal it's getting to the point where they really don't feel safe working with each other because they don't know what the other one's going to do you know do. where we're at you know where we're at we're getting to the part where like the direction the company goes to. So, well, that that's still in there. Hold on, I'll get to it because that's part that that that's part of it. Because while they're going through their shit, you have people who I'm sure you've heard of, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's on the rise. Yes. He's coming up. Um, part of that change that you're talking about is that two of the former members of Shawn Michaels' clique, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, they've jumped ship to WCW, and they are ripping shit up. They're doing this NWO angle, and it is fucking making a shitload of money, and it's. It's the WWE is now at a point where they're like, listen, we got to change our product. Yeah. We have to go in a different direction. Yeah. So now we need to start being more edgier. We need to Vince McMahon yeah. public famously to, came out and gave yeah. a speech about how we're going to be we're 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 not going to be dumb to the fans. We're going to give them what they really yeah, want. It's kind of like if you're going to compare it to something, it's gonna it's kind of like when like the NBA today, how the three-point shot changed shit, you know what I'm saying? So now you don't have traditional centers, you know what I'm saying? You have to build yeah, your game around yeah. the three-point shot. That's what the WWE well, it, had it, to do. They, they, with, they, they wanted you know, to make things more real. They, they yeah. wanted to, to make it relate to the people who were, you know, grow, living in late 90s where the world was different and it was very, you know, we're leading to 2000 and the, we're going to be in the future and everything's fucking dark and... Um, but this was a direction. You had a company where you had a gentleman by the name of the Godfather who had literally a plethora of hoes who came out with him, who like you could hours. not, it would not work well today. My mom saw that shit. She told me I couldn't watch wrestling. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm going to come his, clean. Like, his catchphrase was roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. Like that was, and it was on t-shirts and you had Val Venus who was yeah. a porn star. So pretty, yeah, so pretty um, much, it was so it, it was a different world. Pretty much the the company was forced to rely on like shock value instead of actual like quality quality like you know matches and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was one thing that Bret Hart wasn't with. And like I said, Shawn Michaels was the guy who who he didn't mind getting his hands dirty, so he was with it. Shawn Michaels was like, you know what? Well, it, I'm it, with it. it was that was that was Shawn Michaels. That's who that was his character. That's yeah. who he was. You know what I mean? Like he that was. You know, and he wasn't the only one. Like, there was a bunch of guys who was doing shit. You know what I mean? No, like, I, understand, I understand. I'm like, just trying to. I'm just trying to move the story along. Here. Yeah. So, so well, <laughs> listen, you wanted me to build it up. I was, yeah, yeah, like I was trying to give like right, a, a quick. But you were right, like, we need right. contact. All right. So no, I'm, I'm giving you contact. No, I'm saying I'm trying to right, say we can hit the bullet right. points. So you wanted to hit the bullet points. Did you did you not ask what was the environment of the company? No, we did. You're right. So don't don't sorry. Don't let me do it. Holy shit. I'm trying to hit the main bullet points. You know what I'm saying? Not every single. You know what? You're telling me a point and not going and explain it. I don't know what you want. What do you want from me? I'm sorry. Don't let me stop you again. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. So. So, while this is happening, um, uh, Money is needed to run to run this company. So um, down in WCW where Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are, they're being given bukus of dollars. Like they're literally were given the bag and they were given creative control and they were being paid being paid millions of dollars to be a professional fucking wrestler. And um, 
Bret Hart back in the WWF. He was their champion. He, you know, he was renegotiating his deal. He had an opportunity to either go to WCW and make a lot of guaranteed money, not be happy, but make a shitload of money, or stay in the WWE where he's the big shot and he's with Vince McMahon and he's that guy. And um, he 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 was offered a deal by WCW. What was it? What was it? Tone? It was three point eight over. It was two point two point eight a year for three years. And he asked for more, but that's what they like negotiated it down to, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so um, he decided he he went back to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon made him a deal of what was it, twenty years, being paid out. He would pretty much be given a twenty year contract. Yeah, that would make him a lot more money than yeah, in the long run, as opposed to upfront. Um, Bret Hart, being the nobleman that he is. Uh, decided to stay with the, the WWF at the time and decided to take the 20-year contract and say, no, WCW, I don't want it. Um, so about two, three years into that 20-year contract, Vince McMahon is like, I can't afford it. I ain't got the paper for it. But he's like, listen, if that WCW offer is still on the table, I suggest you go get it. And he also offered him, said, listen, you can leverage us against it. Like, we'll help you get that deal and get the max amount of money that you can. Like, And he told him, don't think with your heart, think with your brain. Like, think about how much money can you fucking make. I can't give it to you right now. Now, if that's not honest, I don't know what else says. That's just me. Um, Bret Hart decided to do it. The only problem is, Burt Hart was a WWF champion. Yes. And his contract, his, his actual contra- contractual obligations ended about two weeks after a big pay-per-view that took place in his home country of Canada. Burt Hart is Canadian, by the way. Yeah, Vince, that was, that was one thing where the WWE, they kind of written themselves in a hole because, like, to going back to Brett's contract, he had creative control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was one of the, that, that was another, that's another important thing that shouldn't go overlooked, that he had creative control, you know, going into this, you know, are we at the Survivor Series yet? We're there. Yeah, so yeah, going into Survivor Series, you know what I'm saying, it's, you know, it's the build-up for Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, you know what I'm saying, and what, what, the, the problem here is Vince McMahon didn't want a repeat of history, because like two years prior, uh female wrestler, what's her name? Alundra Blaze, or Medusa, known in WCW. Yes. Um, she left the WWE F, excuse me, at that time, went to WCW and showed up the showed up her previous her her old company by taking the belt with her and then dumping it in the trash on live television. It was well, that's a big it's one no, of the most no. iconic one of the most iconic things that ever happened in the business. Ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't remember her, but you remember that moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Vince didn't want She was set tripping. Yeah, she didn't well not set tripping, she just switched sides, like yeah, yeah, she definitely had a very big wife. You know, she, <laughs> yeah. she wanted the blood to crip, actually. Yeah. <laughs> she started out there. And dropped the flag in the trash. Right. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Like, that would be the equivalent. Like, save you, like, you know what I'm saying? You go on fucking Instagram and say, yo, I'm Pyru now. You take a fucking, you know, a crab fucking flag and throw it in the trash. It's or, like you went from bad boy to, de- you know, death row and you dropped yeah. the bad boy chain in the trash right and just, Biggie, and just to show, you, CD show the you the world of wrestling this woman is in the wwe hall of fame of that's that the moment, only, of that moment alone <laughs> they're the only of one that's keeping preserving the culture yeah, yeah that's the reason why yeah. they have that. but yeah vince didn't want bret hart to leave go to the other company because it was already set in stone vince like encouraged bret hart to leave because he couldn't afford to pay him you know, even but he the, didn't want him to like either. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He he didn't want him to take the belt. Yeah. And he didn't want to have him win on the last pay per view and then show up the yeah. next like the next night on Nitro or the next week on Nitro. You right. know what I mean? Like was, that's a that's a weird way to to yeah. and was, you just don't in the wrestling business like normally like when you're leaving a territory or a company yeah. like you do you do you you job you know what I mean like you yeah. do the honors you yeah you, it was well yeah like I said it was a it was a moment where the w where the company writ, written themselves in a bad space because yeah. Bret Hart was Bret Hart was champion going into his last match in his hometown yeah so Bret Hart's like I'm not you know I'm not dropping my I'm not dropping the title in my hometown to my to my you know. To the guy I hate Former most. Former friend Right, now, to the guy I hate enemy, most yeah. right now. Like, this so, not, it can't happen. So, Survivor Series 1997, what was the day, Tony? November 7th? 
Yeah, something like that. November seventh, ni- yeah, November seventh, nineteen ninety-seven, Survivor Series in Toronto. No, not Toronto. Canada, Calgary, Calgary. Cal- yeah, yeah, Montreal, 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 Um, so now let's go two weeks before November seventh. Um. Bret Hart, Vince McMahon are trying to figure out, come to terms on the finish of the match. So a finish is is the ending. Who's going to win? How is the match going to end? Um, Bret Hart made a few ideas. He went on Sunday. On Monday, he drops the belt, or he just hands it over. Um, they have the match end in either like a DQ or you do like a schmoz where like a bunch of people like you think like there's different ways you can yeah. do it. Vince didn't feel comfortable with Bret Hart, like you said, winning, leaving the pay-per-view as a champion because he was afraid that either, A, he could take the title with him or he just didn't want the look of my champion who won his last, the last time you saw him on WWF TV, he was a champion, and now he's showing up in this new company. Yeah. You just, as a, as a business, that's just a so really... So the real context of this whole thing, you guys went around, the real context, it was a really hot time for wrestling yeah. this was the first time in a long time wcw just really had them by the balls wcw was whooping their ass that's a really important part weeks. of the montreal screw job yeah. yeah wwe was like on their last leg like i wouldn't say on their last leg they, they were just on two legs i think they were on two legs yeah they, because they needed yeah. a change they needed something that was going to give them a little bit of a boost mm-hmm. and at the time and they were slowly transitioned to what we know now as the attitude era there was little glimpses of it yeah. during 97 and um, but at that time, WCW was full fledged into it. They were doing yeah. wild stuff. Yeah, they they were interacting. You with only fans. had like six people in the they, NWO. There wasn't wrestling. Yeah, people wasn't, questioning what we was actually watching. Like we didn't know what was real at the time. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, you had wrestlers re- interacting with fans. You never really yeah. seen that Listen, until I about ninety six, ninety seven. The night when Scott Hall showed up on WCW Nitro, the, yeah. it was like, yo, it's happening. Like the WWF is invading WC. Like we're about to get a full, yeah. Like I, I mean, at least so, I did. So that was like the. The hovering part of about the Montreal screw job, which kind of turned the tide. Mm-hmm. Technically, that that was the night that things changed, you know, for and then WWF started to go up on an upward trajectory. So that was the underlying tone. And he, uh, Vince could not risk another reason for them to take to extend this lead. Because like we were saying before, Bret Hart's a big deal still at this time. Mm-hmm. Whether is he the top guy at WWE at the time? Probably wasn't really. He was still up there. He's in the top five, this, you know, top five, I would say. But it definitely wasn't his time anymore. They were shifting the guards slowly. <laughs> I mean, you had Stone Cold running around at that time in 97. It wasn't like Stone Cold wasn't that guy in 97. You had a young rock that was coming up, yeah. cutting promos. But see, I, I, you had Shawn Michaels running things, and you also Undertaker. had the Undertaker. Well, Undertaker's been there. He was there since, what, 92? Yeah, um, 91. So, but he was still in his prime, though. Yeah, exactly. And then so it wasn't like Bret Hart was like, Literally, like by himself, solely carrying it, like he was maybe three or four years prior. No, so, but he had some good support players that was. Awesome he was probably to, top five. He yeah. definitely wasn't like, "Yo, we're gonna have you in the first three car wrestling." Like, he yeah, wasn't in yeah. The, he wasn't in the first he was, hour. He, of, he was gonna have to fight for a spot, right? Exactly. Yeah. He, and he so it was a big deal if he had didn't hold up his end of the bargain, and he says, and Vince will say, "Hey, you know what?" We do like you, and we're going to let you. This is your hometown, which is another big reason why Montreal Scrooge. I was big. Your parents is here. Your family's mm-hmm. here. Yeah. We're going to let you have your dignity and keep this belt. And Monday, you just bring, you show up to work. We, we'll, we'll take it, you know? Like, Vince was just not believing that at that time. No. WCW was kicking his ass so much that he didn't know who to trust. Yeah, he really yeah. did. Like they were, they had their backs against the wall. His two biggest stars go over there, and they're literally handing their asses to them. Um, this was the first time that they were truly threatened, other than when they first started up and they started buying up these territories. Like, that was probably the second time where there was a real, like, actual, like, yo, we might not do, we we might not survive. We might get brought out of business. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, like, so Vince was like, I can't afford you to be another. Um, that's a blow. Yeah, there's another a blow. blow. Yeah, it's def- it would have been the ending. It might have been the ending blow. What if, like, it goes through and he keeps the belt? He bec- he's still the champion. 
he beats your top star because it would have just looked bad. Yeah. Yep. This guy leaves beating the guy who you was giving a company to. Yep. Just beat his ass on your your. I show up Monday with your shitty ass belt. Say here and and give it to <laughs> give I'm it to going Scott to Turner. I'm going south. Yeah, I give it to Scott Hall. I'm taking my. We, time. we laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, finish yeah. that. Six pack. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And listen, <laughs> so Vince couldn't afford that. It wasn't like because let me show you another reason why it was that we didn't talk about. We rewind a couple years ago. Um, when Ric Flair shows up to WWE and he bought his belt with him. Yeah, and Wait, that was the, a big thing. They used to blur they it out. Blurred that shit out. But it was bigger. Did you know that, Paul? Wait. Ric Flair brought the WCW championship. It was because it was his personally yeah. owned belt. And he, he owned when a belt. He came to the WWF, Bobby the Brain Heenan, God rest his soul, for weeks hyped about how the real champion, heavyweight champion, champion was world. coming to the WWF. And that motherfucker showed up in with the full belt. garb with the heavyweight fucking title. That I did not know. And they blurred yeah. it out. They used to blur they it had out. To. <laughs> yeah. But it was his belt. They did it for um for show mm-hmm. to make it look like he was stealing the belt from the other, he owned it, the the NWA belt. Yeah, they they used to borrow that's from still, him. Listen, they were still pissed. Yeah, they were still fucking. Well, pissed. and so you think about what that means to people, just like how you brought up like how if Brock Lesnar goes somewhere with a belt, yada yada yada. People get they do genuinely get hype about these things. Yeah, and, and, you know just the um the 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 pomp is of that the mm-hmm. the you know, the dips to be braggadocious about like hey yo I got this belt you know what I'm saying from another federation so if Bret Hart had did this it would have been it for WWE would they survive we don't know in hindsight but I think it would have been it was it would have been a shit on moment that we talk about yo when fucking Bret Hart up. showed up on WCW with the fucking and then we'd be like why did he let him take the belt right why did so he let him he, take the belt he was almost he was right. He did what he had to do for what, what yeah. was best for company. Yeah. So the real screw job in that whole thing, yes, Brett screwed Brett. Brett screwed Brett. When they, it comes think, down yeah. to it, Brett didn't want to play. He, like uh, Triple H says, if he doesn't want to do business, we'll do business for him, and that's what happened. He didn't want to do business. So the real screw job that we really get into that we took a really long time to get <laughs> That's to. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, let's get the yeah, You did it. You definitely <laughs> oh started this, God. Mr. Context Thank guy. Thank you, Tony. Because no, I thought I, said, I was doing it. You're going to listen good. to this and you're going to realize I said, that, I said, that you're the asshole in this. I said, let's say what happened. Like, you I'm, know what I'm No, nah, you was like, hey, Brian, you, you skipped over a lot of good stuff. And then <laughs> the real stuff that we probably should have talked about was the WCW stuff. That's what I wanted to get to. The WCW stuff. What Bret Hart actually meant to WWE at that time, and what WWE was trying to do. I don't know why do I let you for. get in my head, man. Like I don't fucking know why. <laughs> it was, it's it's literally, it was like a three-minute conversation. Like, 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 let's you let's, get, let's, let's get, have a short conversation. No, we, we're, here, we're here now. Let's we're here now. The screw job was that this twenty years ago, pretty much. This is the anniversary. This was the most important part. The wrestling match goes on. It just so happens that uh, Shawn Michaels just so randomly puts this. Sharp, sloppy ass. Brett's idea. That was Brett's idea. By the I way. know, and it just seemed like it, that's why certain people still think to this day <laughs> that it's an ounce of kayfabe. Okay, five into this. Brett K-fabe. was kayfabe. I always Brett was. I'm telling you, Brett was working at one point. That's all I've been. That's all so, I'm saying. Soon as he throws him in the sharpshooter, which is Bret Hart's signature, mm-hmm. the owner of the company, Vince McMahon, who everybody knows. At this time, was still known as an announcer. Didn't realize he was the owner. I didn't, at least. Yeah, yeah. he's an announcer at the time, slash what people probably assumed as a booker. We was like, oh, he just he's kind of running things. He's like the head announcer, you know? Yeah. We knew he was somebody. We didn't know he was the, the guy. guy. Yeah. So, at the time. <laughs> so, he comes down, and all of a sudden, they ring the bell. So we're still thinking like, oh, this guy Vince, you know, he's just, oh, what is he doing? This he's is a definitely he's a hell. Ring, ring yeah, the bell. Ring the, the bell. Nobody words, knew. Ring the damn bell. The, yeah, ring the bell, and then all of a sudden you see the spit. Oh, he hawks a loogie. Bret Hart Bret, spits on him. Yeah, hawks a loogie from like and it was a dry one. Yeah, oh. like the flimmy one. Before mm. before even that, because this this is where we like like we like if you was watching wrestling up until that point. Like like you said, he was the, he was the happy go lucky chippy announcer. You know, what I'm saying up until that very point, you know, what I'm saying insert Shawn Michaels putting Bret Hart in the sharpshooter move. You never see Vince McMahon ringside. 
You know what I'm saying? Other than when he was announcing, but he took the count. Yeah, he was behind the the table, and it was one of the ugliest shits ever. He takes the belt and throws the belt in the ring, and then he tells Sean, he says, "Take "Take the the damn belt, pick Pick up up the the fucking belt, pick up the damn belt." Like you, we're like, it's a completely different. We're like, yo, this is this is what we call like the Mr. McMahon character. This is legitimately what was the birth of Mr. McMahon? The birth of the Mr. McMahon, like the evil boss entity in in the company. You know what I'm saying? Which pretty much helped save the company. You know what I'm saying? Because Vince McMahon literally became in the in that moment the greatest heel of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you yeah. can't you can't that's an that's an act you can't top, an evil boss. You can't top it. You know what I'm saying? And like it was scary, my nigga. As a kid, that shit scared me. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now it's famous Bret Hart after essentially realizing that he's just been uh fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, infamously writes yes. the letters W C W on live WWF television. Now that might not seem like a lot to any of you if you're not a wrestling fan, but if you're a wrestling fan, that's fucking major because the WWF they are a company they don't acknowledge anybody. Yeah, at that time they weren't acknowledged. Yeah, they started um, to. They and they're still kind of like yeah, like they still don't acknowledge TNA. Well, there's no reason to. I mean, listen, but they've been Doran, around for a while, but they just they they, they are notorious for the, not you know like motherfuckers coming from ECW and they okay, were never in so ECW. So it's like Apple when they do commercials, they don't really acknowledge <laughs> Samsung. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like and I get why they don't do like, it. You know, it's like who's these guys? You know, so that's why you don't acknowledge TNA at the time. WWE was not acknowledging, and then they started to. Yeah. Because it was like WCW was picking these fights with, by giving their results. And, and they had, yeah, they that were, fucked them. They started going live, and then they was like, all right, we'll acknowledge these guys. And then you had people like the DX that was Showing up at the front door. Yeah, they was acknowledging that these guys are on the other side. That's how they called yeah. them, these guys. And they, and they kind of went back and forth. The, and so Montreal Screwjob, we talked about that. That there's three parts to it. Obviously, we did the lead up. There was a real conversation that had between the owner, what we know now as the owner, Mr. McMahon, mm-hmm. um, the wrestler Shawn Michaels, and probably perhaps who kind of runs their business now, Triple H, which created the Triple H um, authority character. Yeah. This also so this started a lot of careers. Yeah, so this started the Mr. McMahon career, and it started the authority. Um, as Triple H being a player. Yeah. Going from getting shit on because of the click incident mm-hmm. to actually now having a real legitimate voice and um what we was just saying earlier, not only in just booking, because he was start he started booking, helping mm-hmm. with booking, um, creating storylines because they lost Vince Russo not too long after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just as running the business. You know, what doing what's best for business, as he will always says. Yeah, um, yeah. For the business and what he's known to today. Um, See, I also think that this, the Montreal Screwdriver, I think in a way it, it, it did hurt Shawn Michaels. And I, I always felt like there was this weird karma that followed Shawn after that because, it. I mean, what, six months later, WrestleMania, he was done. That was after he dropped the belt to Austin. He went out with the he, bad yeah, he shit. Was always, yeah, he was... And yeah. so I just, I always felt like weirdly, like he kind of got like his just due in that. I mean, I he was able to so, come back okay. eventually, but it's just before he came back, we'll, I just we'll thought get was, to some some after mm-hmm. after stuff. Um, just definitely have to cover the backstage, stuff, yeah, 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 which yeah. was probably the most important part. So this guy legitimately got screwed. This is not yeah. fake. Which people like to say wrestling's fake. Yes, it, to a certain degree, it's scripted. Obviously, you see what happens when it's not scripted. This yeah. is what happens when it's not scripted. What happened was he got screwed. They go in the back. He's really upset. Bret Hart. He goes to see this guy who's the owner, Mr. McMahon, in the back. Mr. McMahon is held up. You know, like, hey, I'm not coming out. Another big character who everybody knows. We don't need to acknowledge who he is. He's the Undertaker. If you don't know who the Undertaker is, you're mm-hmm. a fucking weirdo. I don't care if you watch wrestling or not. <laughs> yes. Everybody knows who Like, if you live on planet Earth, you should he's, know who he's the Undertaker is. He's, he's the Ric Flair type <laughs> person. You know who he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, yes, he's one of... Five wrestlers that you don't have to watch wrestling to know, to know who they are. There's the Rock. And know their move. There's the Rock, the, the Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, um, Ric Undert- Flair, and Undertaker, and Undertaker. There you go. Those are Maybe people. Maybe the Macho Man, Macho, macho Man, yeah, because macho of Slim Jam. Yeah. Macho yeah. Man is there, and and obviously they're sprinkled through. There's other people. John yeah. Cena now. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the Undertaker knocks on the door. You have to see this man. 
You gotta correct us. You 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 fucked them. Niggas you need scared. to see this man. The niggas are scared right and now. And back then, Undertaker was known as the judge, the guy who was like, "Listen, there's going to be justice." So they knew that Vince McMahon would have to face, and this is the owner. Mm-hmm. A wrestler is telling him that you need to make this right. And um, so what happened was after Bret Hart takes his shower, he's a piss. He punches McMahon, Mr. McMahon in the face. Punches his boss. He did. He went well, for the not- uppercut. We don't know. We debated about this earlier. We don't know if the uppercut was a clean uppercut and it just happened to be blocked. <laughs> but he definitely punched. He gave my eye jammy. Yeah. I think Brett got one shot. Knocked From, him down. Like it's it is well known that he Vince said was he down. faked him out with an uppercut and went for the eye jammy. I think he missed the uppercut and got the eye jammy as a <laughs> constellation. I think it's hilarious. But that he definitely went to sleep. That yeah. Ken Shamrock wanted to like stay and make sure. Like he like put it like a bunch of wrestlers were like they went like like a bunch of wrestlers went up to Bret Hart and was like, yeah, uh like even before the match, they were like, Listen, if shit goes down, we got you back. We got you. Rick Rude was one of them. Ken Shamrock. Well, I think I mean obviously Rick we could have still did. in the company then? Yeah. 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 We could have did the X for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. We probably could have did a whole episode just on this part. We might have to cut this and then do the <laughs> and add the other part. Um at the time, Bret Hart was still a good guy. Guy to the people in the back, majority of the characters in the back. No, he was he was, um, doing, he was a dick. He was he was a whiny bitch. He was a yes. He he always was. I think his whole career he was. I think he just wife. felt he was better. But than no, I wouldn't say a good guy. Yeah. Okay, he was respected because of his family. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people respect the Stu Hart family mm-hmm. tradition. As uh, that was a part that we kind of left out. Hey too. Vince, there's a tradition with the Stu Hart family that was respected. So when they seen Brett get fucked, it scared a lot of wrestlers. If yeah. you're willing to do this to, to this guy, guy, yeah, your top guy, anybody, this guy, what are you gonna do to us? <laughs> like we're and, all disposable and, at this time. For Shawn Michaels, who was also a hated guy at the time, so you're willing to fuck your top guy for this guy? Yeah, yeah. Brett went backstage and said that to him. He said that to a bunch of wrestlers. He's like, listen, they're gonna do this to me. They'll fucking do yeah. short Shawn, shit. Yeah, to Shawn just represented where like Vince. Was felt he needed to, to go. Yeah. yeah, he needed you know that energy. He needed that, he needed that edge, and it was saying? crazy because he he it was like unwillingly. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to no, buy into didn't. that no. whole yeah. DX thing. No. That was all Triple H. Now we find it out that the DX was pretty much like, even though it was Sean's click, it, it no, was it, technically the ghost of Triple H. D, DX, the, the DX with the Road Dog and Xbox in China and all of them, that to me, and I always didn't like it back then, but that is DX. Like, the one with Shawn, him and Shawn Michaels, I feel like that was just a test run. Like, yeah. it was, like, they were who they were, but they weren't really DX until they were all together, and they really, like, they got bigger when it was them as but opposed to when it was just... As we find out, a lot of creative I control there, came from... I mean, listen, they, no, no, they that's started another it. Argument. That's another argument. No, no, I understand that, but yes. I'm just saying, for our, as far as creative control what we're finding out to this day that Vince uh Triple H kind of had Vince's air a lot earlier than what we thought he did. Yeah. Yeah. He was a part of that whole clique though. Like he was always yeah. he was he was all he's pretty much he was with the guys who had Vince's ear mm-hmm. from the jump. I mean the motherfucker married the boss's daughter. Because he <laughs> used his 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 the ear. He was like listen I got this cool storyline and he ended up marrying his daughter off the cool storyline. Which is crazy, and it's whole, and like, it's art imitating yeah. life, yeah. Like, art imitating like yes, or, or life, in, life imitating art. Excuse me, um, it's all the way around. Yes, I guess I don't know. It might be actually I mean, reverse no, for it that was, situation because it was, it was, it was, it was it supposed was, to be fake. Yeah, it was a fake, and then they and they really fell in love with each other because he was still with China. Said, yeah, he was I mean, still with started, China. Yeah, China found the letter that she used to write, yeah. which was kind of high schoolish. <laughs> Who writes letters? <laughs> Apparently, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Apparently. Niggas that, you, you heard that story, right? That China found the letters and was like, yo, you fucking this? And she went to go whoop Stephanie's ass. She would have yeah. killed Stephanie. And she had to get stopped. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, dog, like, you will kill Stephanie. She like, would have killed Vince in order to kill Stephanie. Yeah, no, Triple H definitely, you know, I hate trips. I know, you know, but you dog China. It's all right. You did it. RIP to China. But um, Died a broken heart. I mean, listen, he got his up and coming. He had that Katie Vick skit a couple years later. You know about the Katie Vick skit? Mm-mm. The necrophilia shit? I didn't know that. Oh, when he had sex with a corpse at a funeral? Are you talking about the, the cane shit? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't remember that. Like, Vince really tried a lot of shit. Like, he really... No, oh, yeah, you're right. Vince yeah. really tried a lot I've of shit. I've listened to a whole podcast, and, and, and did you read the article, where they talked about, like, a lot, and then... Um, of shit that Vince just did that Listen, was just like... There's something that might be coming out next week that's kind of scaring me. So, there's a podcast... You might be on it. You might, you hey might man. be... There's what a, do I know? There's a, podca- <laughs> there's, a, there's a podcast that I listen to. Uh, it's called Something to Wrestle with uh, Bruce Pritchard. Uh, shout out to Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. I love their show. Um, and they talk about the wrestling business. They talk about like all the WWE stuff. They, they, they just did an episode on the whole Montreal Screwjob. Um... One of the next week's episode might be about Trish Stratus. And some of the things they're going to talk about is <laughs> Trish Stratus' angle with the McMahons and all the... And I was just like, oh, CC3 shit. Episode. CC3, I mean, he had her on all fours, my guy. He had her on That's all what I'm saying. Fours. In this article, Yo. it goes in on about how Vince McMahon, like, the whole even junkyard dog, the guy wore, you know, a black guy, collar around his neck, Crime time. All these yeah. black, you know, yeah. and that you could only count on, like, one hand how many black, you know, WWE champions that you had. Rock, Booker T. Yeah. And then Bobby how Lash. and then how mm-hmm. they talked about Triple H um, just shredding, um, you know, Triple H on, I mean, um, Triple H shredding uh, Booker T. Yeah. In a promo. Yeah. That X-Pop went a little... Yeah, yeah, it, it talks about that in this article. Yeah. The, the they they kind of pointed out a lot of things. Yeah, that uh, you know, this man is behind. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be at some point. But th- this is my thing. All right, is it fucked up? Yes, but if you look across the board, he does it with. He and does that's with every going to be his save saving grace. I yeah, think he does. I, like he, he, did, he, did, he, he did. He did. Do you remember? He, <laughs> I'm a he did. Listen, I'm not racist. You, I'm a bigot. I hate everybody. He did the. Uh, he did one group um, called uh, Los Mexicanos or something. It was yeah. super local. They all came out. I on mean, tractors. when you do it against minorities, it's not fun. But um, <laughs> but they came out on tractors. They were all Mexican wrestlers. No, no. I mean, Stone Cold in itself, that character is a redneck. The the whole calling them a redneck. I mean, they used to call them that. The bionic redneck by that. Um. The Canadian, the way he treats Canadian wrestlers. I mean, you remember Lance Storm? <laughs> he had Shawn Michaels hump the Canadian flag and put his he put the flag in his nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, and he also came up with the Katie Vick angle. I'm just gonna bring that. He could bring that. It's worth bringing up again. <laughs> Katie Vick. I mean, we could probably go on forever about yeah. like how he done some very first. I mean, Green Street Posse. But, but either way, this is uh, the no the Greenwich Posse. Mean Street Posse. Mean Street, Street Posse. Posse. Yeah, yeah for the go. Mean Streets of Greenwich. The privileged, the, pr- the most privileged <laughs> fucking... I mean, it was very generic. Because the reason why, and I think that was said in the article, that these things are allowed in wrestling because there's a bit of entertainment aspect. It's like you're watching a movie. A it live is. action and, movie. And that's what so I've always it's like, said. Oh, that's but what... it's a story. It's like watching General Hospital. <laughs> it's a fucked so, up story. <laughs> yeah. And like, they have to have these characters because, you know, it's got to have the token black guy. And it's just like, Vince knows that he could always get away with that because at the end of the day, he said, well, this is just art. I don't really believe that these, that crime time is really thieves. I just treat them like that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we just pretend. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I do, I do. Uh, listen, I've always, if you, you talk to my brother Dante, we've always talked about, like, we always joke about just that, like, man, that's racist. Like, shit, how do they get away with that? And it's just, like, the, uh, that article pretty much summed it up, like, to be a wrestling fan and to be a wrest- uh, you wrestling wrest- fan who's of color, like, it is. You wrestle with that yeah, you, notion that, eh, should I be laughing at this? Yeah, or should I just be enjoying what this whole spectacle of, of professional wrestling and it, it is it's one of those things that make it compelling and I, and I always joke and say it's like being in an abusive relationship because it's like you really love it but then it's so fucked up right you know what I mean and it's just like it's I don't know it's, it's like dating Chris Brown <laughs> 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 like listen like so I, we, while we so we could finish this you was starting to go over some of the like results and some of the the lasting effects of the yeah the lasting effects yeah so and why is it really technically important nowadays so how it like how it shaped our shaped the industry like? well it, it shaped it in a bunch of ways because now it was just like this curtain was 
was lifted and, and and as a viewer and as a fan of wrestling now it's like yo this shit's real like there's a there's a real life aspect to it you know these people are really yeah you know they have issues and it's not just some scripted thing um bret hart uh he did leave he did go to wcw after some time didn't go right away um went for that big payday but he went there, and it just—it was—it wasn't a fit for him. It, it just—it wasn't the Bret Hart. Didn't that, look, no, he, he looked miserable. He wasn't happy. I don't uh, remember one good memory. From exactly. Bret Hart I don't remember WCW. none of the matches. I remember no. the Goldberg one. He got hurt. That, yeah, yeah, that's the, pretty the much cage it. Yeah, match, that's the only thing I remember of Bret Hart. Yeah, and, uh, and him well, being an NWO inexplicable. Yeah, he, which a lot of people re- really now you hear about it after the fact. Because Goldberg wasn't really properly trained, no, right. he heard a lot of yeah. he heard a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. man, because they they because he was fa- going a hundred miles an hour. Where it's like, dude, I get it, but like it's fake. <laughs> that, that, that that was one of the things that made WCW and WWE so different is that WWF knew how to like grow Develop, talent and yeah. get them ready and, and yeah. make them like uh, polished for camera. Where WCW they got they got lucky with Goldberg, mm. and but that's another story. So. Bret Hart got a concussion, and that essentially ended his career. And I'm not sure what age, but at a very young age, he had a stroke. And yeah, he was in his 40s. In his yeah, in his 40s, had a stroke, and that pretty much ended Bret Hart's career. Um, a few months after Shawn Michaels um, won the title in Montreal, he dropped the title to Stone Cold Steve Austin, who we all yeah. knew blew up and became this fucking megastar. Shawn Michaels had to retire because his back was all fucked up. And he came back. Was it like ten years later? No, he came back like two thousand, like five years later, like two thousand ten. I remember two thousand. No, he came back two thousand two. You're right. He, he was shown sporadically. And yeah, then he came back two thousand two and joined like the fake Ooh. NWO. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels did. Yeah, he came back. In t- he joined like the the bullshit he, he, NWO. He wrestled at two, um, SummerSlam yeah, two thousand two. At this time, yeah, I remember two thousand ten is when he made up on screen. With Bret Hart. That's in the, yeah, that's when it, so Shawn Michaels comes back in 2002 and has this, like, amazing yeah. fucking run, from, essentially from 2002 to 2013. Yeah, he, yeah, he. Yeah, he, he was just, I he mean. completely re- reinvented himself. Yeah, and uh, like Tony said, in 2010, literally after, I mean, a, a, lot, a long time, uh, Bret Hart came back to the WWF, or WWE now, and him and Shawn Michaels in front of like millions and thousands, of, like thousands and millions of people, um, they hashed it out. Yeah. Like they actually like uh, brought together diehard. Like I don't know how how, how you guys felt about it, but like um, me and Mag, for example, big Bret Hart fan, big Shawn Michaels fan. We've had issues over that shit at times, just because. He felt that Shawn Michaels fucked him, and I felt that Bret Hart fucked himself. Uh, so it was a very kind of cool. Screw Brett. Brett did screw Brett. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Brett just simply didn't get it. Like, yeah, that, that's, he that, forgot that's that it's a work and that the shit's not real. And it's all just for fucking show. Like he, he was, he didn't want to be embarrassed in front of his home people and leave Montreal a loser. And he was willing to be a loser. The on company Monday has Raw. To, the company has to share blame with that though. Like, like you know, what I'm saying like they did that to themselves at the now same they time. offered him other options. I think they should have known that leading up to it, they should have just dropped, the, had him drop the belt weeks before. Yeah. yeah. But because they were going for the payday at, at Summer uh, and it's Survivor Series, yeah. they gambled. And they it paid, it off, the it paid off. I, that's what I'm By saying. So, and, but yeah, it was an accidental home run. Yeah. Because it started the whole McMahon character. So if you want to talk about last and result, it started the whole McMahon. McMahon won. Mis- yeah, <laughs> McMahon won because now he was outed. Okay, this guy means something to this company. Yeah. He's a big deal. And he did the shoot promo the next day where he tried to explain, hey, uh, Brett screwed Brett. Yeah. I didn't screw Brett. And people were pissed. People was like pissed, but yet he realized it caused a reaction. And he capitalized because that's what Vince McMahon does. So he created the Mr. McMahon character, had this great run with Stone Cold, Probably known as the greatest run ever, as far as a heel. It really is. Yeah. Versus, you know, yeah. But like, you you know, you know what's cool about the whole Austin McMahon run is that even after McMahon, so so McMahon dropped did the whole Brett screwed Brett interview, and he was still coming out, and he was doing like like he was doing interviews, but he wasn't playing it up. It wasn't until Austin started fucking turning up the aggression towards him and started fucking with him. 
You know what I mean? I it think it started originally. I don't remember. And you it is, correct it, me if it I'm started wrong. before I that. I think it started before that with the DX poking fun at a little bit of Brett. Or what do you st- mean? Uh, Sean poking fun at what happened to Brett and how he got. Oh, he did. They had they had a midget come out, right? Yeah, and well, and um and and Sean like doing something, and then it's so it just kind of leaned into like Stone Cold taking the ball and running with it. He knew what to do with it. Where I think Sean should have been the one that it technically could have been a Sean versus. Mr. McMahon run. Well, no, the the well the plan was for Austin. Like the, at that point, they knew Austin was the guy that they were like building up for. Like they knew right. he, he, they wanted either Brett or Sean to work with Austin to put him over. And at, it, like that, and it just incidentally happened to be the owner of the company that worked. Out. Yeah, it, it did. That's what I'm saying. So those long lasting results, which shaped the different, uh, I guess the greatest result that this shaped what was known as the Monday Night Wars. Yes, it shifted. Almost yeah. that night, immediately, he cuts the promo. Brett screwed Brett. That Nobody, see, Brett didn't capitalize by showing up on Raw. I mean, showing up on um, Nitro. Yeah, very he, soon. I think it if was he showed, before he yeah, before he if showed, he showed up. up earlier, and he wasn't in his feelings and in his bag about what happened to him. It might have not ended up the same way. I don't think so. No, I agree. People would have turned to Nitro to want to know what yeah. happened. By the time, but, by the time he came, by the time he came, and it, then it was right, done. and it then was right old. after he came, Owen passed away. It was like, and almost that's another like, result. Yeah, yeah we, yeah. we kind of just glossed over that. Yes, his bro- his brother, his blood brother, ended up dying. Uh, the while in year. the WWF. Yeah, um, doing the accident, freak accident. It wasn't on purpose, obviously. Uh, freak accident from the Raptors. Uh, he couldn't unlatch from his his harness. The harness was on property, and, and he was propelling. It was not propelling. Um, descending, descending down from the Raptors in the arena as part of his just, Blue Blazer gimmick. <laughs> yep, and he fell on a pay per view. I I ordered that pay per view. Yo, yeah, shout yeah, out! Shout that. out to my aunt. My aunt in Connecticut used Over to the order limit. every fucking pay per view. That's what's up. Back in the day, that was uh, in your house over the limit. Yeah, it was, I searched yeah. YouTube like thirty minutes looking for that. No, nah, they, 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 they yeah, dude, even the night, it. even the night of, like they didn't show because there's like a five. You didn't see, there's, there's no video. No, they, 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 no. There's like I know there was a picture of. All right, I don't it has to come from a fan. Yeah, there's yeah. no video of it. Yeah, yeah. I seen watched the picture, it, yeah, and they never mentioned it. The most, nope. They skipped the over the match. Um, Jim Ross says something about something happened because he didn't die in the ring. No, it was Just, later, yeah. He died yeah. in the hospital later that day. They were shaking up, though. Yes, and Vince McMahon says, you know, I'm not Vince McMahon. Um, Jim Ross says prayers for, you know, um, we had a terrible accident here with Owen Hart, yada, yada, yada. Match was skipped over and pray for him. And he died that night during pay-per-view, which we don't know, but they never mention it just to keep pay-per-view going. Yeah. And then we find out the next day. That was so, literally one of the most haunting photos I've ever seen, just him through the ring, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Shit, man, we keep getting dark. I mean, we couldn't avoid that. Yeah, this is not up for debate. This is not up for debate.